0: Hey everybody, we are live today for New Year's Eve, Um, kind of uh, unscripted, don't have many ideas to what to talk about today, but I did this last year and it was a bunch of fun, so I figured we'd give it a roll uh, this time around. Uh, I can see we've already got some people in the chat. Uh, I figured today we can do kind of a mishmash of uh, things. I kind of want to do like a YouTube recap, talk about like what happened this year and you know all the things uh videos came out on uh we can also talk about what's coming in 2022 in terms of like gear and uh, even like races and things like that Um, and we can also talk about what's been going on in my personal life for the past couple of weeks if you haven't noticed i haven't posted a video and that is because i've had covid19 which has been just a ton of fun Uh, but i can talk about that a little bit I, i actually plan on putting a video out Uh, about it. And because it's kind of interesting uh, what these devices kind of pick up when you go through an illness like that. Anyways, uh, I'm not going to harp on that too much because I know it's a touchy subject here on YouTube, uh, but I figured it's something worth talking about. Before we get too far into it, I want to give a shout out to everybody who's here right now and let you know that today only I have a New Year's Eve sale for the chase to summit trucker hat the discount code if you go to my store is going to be nye5 and that's going to give you five dollars off the uh, trucker hat so if you're interested if you're on the fence you didn't grab one during black friday now's your chance this is going to be the last sale of the year obviously uh because tomorrow is 2022 so i could say it's the last sale of the year (laughs) um i've also got every stinking watch check it out I got every watch under the sun right now here with me. I even got this fancy, look at this leather thing my wife got me for Christmas to try to help me transfer uh, GPS watches around. And uh, yeah, we can, we can talk about those too, you know, do a sort of a uh, Q&A type thing and talk about GPS watches in the gear and uh, all, the, all the rumors. I know there's lots of them out there. Yeah, okay, we've got uh, plenty of people in the chat already, that's exciting. We got uh, Frank C. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining. Feliz Ano Novo. I think Uh, that's probably Happy New Year in Spanish. Hopefully I'm doing that right. Uh, Happy New Year from Ryan Clayton. Thanks for joining, Ryan. Happy New Year from Chris King. Uh, Kiefer says Elbow Bump. Thanks for joining, Kiefer. Forgot to hit record over there. Gotta hit record. And Fernando says Happy New Year to all. Happy New Year from Real Me. Uh, Victor Nan We got Matt Legrand here, Uh, glad you're feeling better, at least look like you're feeling better. That's the magic of showtime, show show business, whatever this is, right? Uh, Happy New Year, love your videos. I ended up grabbing the Phoenix Six Pro, awesome. It's a great watch. Hike with Mike, says Happy New Year. Matt Legrand, Happy New Year. Shout out from real me. Thanks for the discount code. Thank you for watching and potentially picking up that. Watch carrier, (laughs) yeah, it's pretty pretty sweet, Uh, check it out. Let's take a closer look. Yeah, so I asked my wife specifically. She asked what I wanted for Christmas, and if you if you haven't guessed, I'm like the worst guy to buy for for Christmas because I've got everything I need. Uh, so she, I said I wanted a way to transfer a bunch of GPS watches back and forth from my office to home to wherever else I might go, and she got me this really cool leather thing. You put your watch in there and then you can kind of fold down the top um, to protect it. And then you can roll it all up and it's pretty sweet. It's uh, served its purpose for sure. Uh, Okay, so I want to talk about some stats because this is pretty exciting to me. I like stats. Uh, So back in the beginning of this year, you might have watched my last New Year's Eve uh, live stream And I had a goal for the YouTube channel, and it was to hit 50,000 subscribers at the time. I think uh, last New Year's Eve, I hit 20,000. This year, I wanted to hit 50,000 subscribers. That's just a personal goal. It means nothing, but it's exciting for us people on YouTube. Um, Anyways, we got close. We got close. We hit uh, 48,500 as of today. So if you're not subscribed and you're watching right now, go ahead and hit that button down below and maybe we can get a little bit closer in the next 24 hours, but I don't think it'll happen. Uh, still pretty darn close and I'm, I'm super proud of that. And uh, I really wanna thank everybody who's watched the videos, commented on the videos, uh, gave me the thumbs ups and the subscribes and all the things. Uh, it just means a lot to me. Uh, and this has been really an interesting experiment for me to, to do YouTube uh, as like a creative outlet during this pandemic and all this time at home. Um, and really, honestly, the, the comments and the people in the discord and the Patreon group, um, it's been kind of like my community. It's how I I've been communicating lately because I honestly don't see a lot of people in real life. So it's been pretty awesome to have this YouTube channel and all of you to kind of, uh, bounce ideas off of and talk to. Uh, so I really appreciate that. So let's talk about some stats from 2021, uh, on YouTube, I posted, 112 videos, which is crazy for me at least. Uh, I did nine live streams, 10 as of today, uh, and podcasts. Then we did uh, 5.5 million views. That is just crazy to think about, that 5.5 million people looked at this dumb face of mine, and uh, 470,000 hours watched. Crazy. Crazy. So uh, again, thank you guys so much for, for everything. Thank you for watching the videos, subscribing and commenting. Uh, I try to comment, that was another goal. I tried to comment on every single comment that came in. Uh, I replied to in the entire year of 2021, believe that or not, every single comment I replied to, one didn't get by me. Uh, and I think it was like 8,000 comments or something. So that's <laughs> quite a thing. Every morning I get my coffee and I, I respond to comments. It's pretty awesome. Okay, uh, so let's talk about what's coming in 2022. Uh, We can also make sure if you're joining the stream, you're in the chat. Let me know where you're coming from, uh, what part of the world you are in. Is it your New Year's? It's got to be everybody's, right? Uh, And you know, yeah, say hi, so I can say hi to you. Okay, let's see who else we got in the chat. Happy New Year from the UK. Thanks for joining, Michael. Uh, We got from Portugal. Awesome. Happy New Year from Old Bass Gold. Kiefer, uh, I would just wear all those watches at once all the time. I've tried. I've only got two wrists, and uh, I've tried them on my ankles. They don't work. That's a true story. I was trying to actually wear uh, four different devices the other day. Doesn't work on your ankles. (laughs) Well, it works, but not great. Uh, Old Bass uh, Gold says, Happy New Year to Matt LeGrand. Hello from Winnipeg, Canada, Canada, where it was minus 33C with minus 47 wind chills. Needless to say, I worked out on the indoor bike. Oof, that is chilly. Sorry to hear that. Henley Bailey says, Happy New Year. Hike with Mike says, any hiking uh, running plans in the White Mountains this winter? Yeah, so I actually, the other day, it doesn't, well, I, get it, I guess it is hiking. Um, I, I used to be a big time Uh, ice climber every winter. That was my my go-to hobby. And the White Mountains is just like prime grounds for for ice climbing this time of year. So I actually dusted off all my equipment the other day. So I'm getting ready to head up north. I've got some plans. Uh, I got to pencil them in on the calendar and see if I can make them happen. Uh, The first target I have is something called Shoestring Gully. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's kind of an alpine climb. Uh, It's a bit of a hike, but also some ice climbing mixed in there. So it's a ton of fun, pretty easy train. So it's a good way to kind of dust the the cobwebs off. So that's kind of my first objective. Uh, Ryan Clayton says, 5 million views. Yep. I can't believe that happened in uh, 2021. Pretty amazing. Uh, Happy New Year from Greece and a lot of running miles to all of us. Yeah, for sure. I hope everyone's healthy out there and getting out there. And uh, yeah, let's hit that like button, people. Frank says, thank you. Fernando says, wow uh watching from san Bernardino, california bernardino i always say that wrong i think i, I used to say it as bernardino or something as a kid and I, it just kind of stuck did my last run of the year this morning 6.2 miles congratulations that's a good stretch i haven't run today but i'm probably going to honestly the being sick really we'll talk about it but it's it was rough uh it was it was tough to get out there and do miles or on the treadmill any news on the Garmin Phoenix 7? Uh, I'm going to leave that up to you to Google. There's plenty of news out there. It may or may not be true, but uh, go check out all of the rumor sites because there's certainly no shortage of them. Uh, greetings from Poland. Uh, let's see. Says Oh, man, I can't do that. Uh, I don't know what those words are, but thank you. I hope they're polite. <laughs> Happy New Year. Uh, thank you, Johannes. Uh, happy new year from Italy. Keep up with the great work. You've done great in you've done in 2021. Thank you very much, Bryce Norton Henley. Thank you very much, Bryce. Happy new year, everyone. Hike with Mike says, I would love to ice climb, but I have no idea how to get started. Yeah, honestly, it is like the hardest sport to just shoehorn your way into the way I got started was probably the wrong way. I just went out on forums and, um, Basically, looked for a partner and kind of threatened that I'm going anyway. Somebody needs to help me, and uh, eventually, somebody uh, who is a good friend of mine now uh, shot me a message, and he was willing to take me out. I think the easiest way to go is to hire a guide like Northeast Mountaineering, which is right in North Conway, New Hampshire. Um, they're great. I, I'm friends with a lot, of, a lot of their guides. They're they're amazing people, super safe, and they'll they'll make sure you have a great time without any danger involved because they. They're pros. So uh, if you get a couple hundred bucks and you want to try ice climbing, I would totally suggest checking out Northeast Mountaineering. Uh, the Phoenix 7 sounds like it's going to strop, drop soon-ish. Yep. Maybe. We'll find out. Uh, Real Me says, top YouTubers here. <laughs> I think that's Matt LeGrand and Ryan in the chat. Happy New Year. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Kiefer says, everyone knows what we go" Raku means. Totally. Okay. It says, uh, Yanis Gog says, is it, is really that Phoenix six GPS issue really a big deal? Um, I don't think so. So I, I see this all the time in comments, people, uh, complaining that the GPS from the Phoenix six just isn't good. Um, in my experience, it's like, it's average. It's not the best one out there by any means, but it's definitely not bad. I think people just have very high expectations given the high price point which is to be understood. I get that. But at the same time, you do have to under- understand that, um, there are limitations, you know, it, it's a balancing act. The, the high price tag pays for all those other features where personally I would take the mapping and in the navigation features and all that stuff over having like perfect GPX accuracy. So for me, it's not the end of the world. Um, Thanks, man, for the great course Apex Pro uh, review earlier this year. I think convinced me to uh, pick one up, and I'm loving it. Awesome! It's a great watch. Thanks for uh, thanks for watching the video. That that video seems like it was taken, it was shot forever ago. Uh, so I've got a fun story, interesting story. Uh, so for Christmas this year, all of us, literally my whole family. Came down with COVID, which just wasn't fun. <laughs> my wife, me, uh, two of my kids, the two youngest avoided it somehow. Uh, but yeah, it happened on the 23rd of all time. So we were in lockdown. We were isolated for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And right up until uh, for me, I think yesterday was my my clear date or whatever. Uh, so yeah, that wasn't fun. Uh, <laughs> and we we all had like varying experiences with it. But uh on Christmas day my wife gave me an interesting gift. She actually the last gift I opened was a race registration to an upcoming local race that is a 30 hour um it's a 30 hour timed event and the goal is to run as far as you can within 30 hours. And I think most people run about 100 miles. The course is pretty tough and it takes place at the end of January. So I'll have a video about that. It sounds like a tough course. I hope I'm in shape for it. hope I'm 100% recovered from all the, the crap we've been dealing with. Uh, so that seems like uh, it's going to be first, it's going to make for an interesting video. I'm pretty excited about that race. It's called the Tarctic Frozen Yeti. If anyone's in the chat that's local that knows about it or is signed up, it would be great to uh, hear. It's another, it's another TARC or trail animal running race. Uh, I've posted a couple of videos about them and they're a ton of fun. All right. So, um, let's talk about what's coming in 2022. I'm going to, I'm going to try to be making some changes around here. Uh, I've got a lot of ideas floating around, but I think the bread and butter, I was sitting down with a whiteboard yesterday. Like, what do we want to focus on in 2022? Did I just say 2021 or 2022? I'm that guy that's going to write 2021 on all of my checks and stuff for the next three months. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great when I screw everything up. Anyways, in 2022, I'm going to try to focus on some new content. First of all, I'm going to step up my game when it comes to live streaming. I only did nine live streams in 2021, and I have so much fun doing this that I want to do more. So I'm going to try to do, I don't know if it's going to be a monthly thing, a bi-weekly thing or something like that. We're going to step up the live streaming game quite a bit, bring in some guests. I'm definitely going to focus on bringing in, I was doing that for a while, had some guests on, people seem to like that. It was a lot of fun for me to talk to another human being. So I'm going to try b- to bring more guests on board. That's going to be another big focus. We're also going to focus hard on the podcast. And we'll, it will be a mismatch mishmash of uh, what we see here live on YouTube, kind of transferred over to the podcast, and also dedicated podcast episodes with guests. Um, I'm going to try to bring some new content out there, just something different. You know, I'm, I'm trying to mix things up. I want to keep things fresh here on the channel, and it's just something fun for me to do. Uh, and we're going to continue to do the review videos cause I personally enjoy doing that. It's kind of my bread and butter, but I'm also going to step up the vlogs because I was doing that for a while with the run every day content and uh, I'm going to bring that back. So that's just kind of a precursor of what's, is that the right word? Precursor of, of what's to come in 2022. And I want to hear from you out there in the chat. If you're watching this later on the podcast or something, um, What do you want to see on the channel? What do you want to see me focus on? Is it gear reviews or is it going to be more of the same? Uh, You know, just doing what I'm doing here. Do you want to see more vlogs, trail stuff? You want to see climbing content because that's something I'm passionate about as well. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. So comment below or drop it in the chat because uh, I I love ideas. So uh, another area I really want to improve on is the Patreon and YouTube members. I started that a while back. I haven't posted a lot there, but if you do want to support the channel, check out the links down below because they do help a lot. And I really appreciate all of the Patreon members and YouTube members. Uh, it means a lot to me. All right, who do we got here? Uh, Bryce Norton Henley, uh, Frozen Yeti. Yeah, uh, it's it's a crazy race. Uh, It could go either way. The frozen Yeti, it takes place in New England at the end of January, where you could end up with like sub zero temperatures, or you could end up with a mild day, or you could end up with like super muddy trails, or you could end up with a foot of snow. So it's kind of a toss up what happens in the next three weeks weather wise. I'm hoping for a mild day because I'm not in the best shape right now. So I'm hoping uh, for a mild day. The format is interesting at that race. So it's a 30-hour timed event, but the loop that you do is 15 miles. So you need to have enough gear to complete that 15-mile loop before you get back to the aid station. Then you can, uh, you know, rehydrate and everything, refill all of your stuff, and then head back out on another 15-mile loop. And if you complete two loops, it counts as a 50K, and then so on and so forth, all the way up to 100 miles or, or more if you can do that in 30 hours. Uh, so it's a pretty cool format. Uh, Eric says uh, sounds like true love right there. Yep. She she got me. It's funny. uh, She watched my video where I I had a video like uh, what to buy the runner in your life and at the end of the video I was like you know what you should buy a race registration or give them a day to go do whatever they want to do in the mountains you know and she took that to heart and she she bought the uh, race registration and when I opened it, my jaw kind of dropped. I was like, oh no, another race. And she looked at me like, You asked for this. You can't say, you can't say you didn't want this. So it, it's just because I, you know, at the time I didn't feel great. I was sick. And uh when I looked at a 30 hour race that's three weeks away, I was like, Oh, how am I gonna do that? But uh yeah, I'm super appreciative that she gave me the day to do that. And I'm pretty excited to get out there, see what I can do. I mean, no guarantees, it's definitely not gonna be my fastest race ever, but it should be fun because talk races are always fun. Trying to decide on a Garmin watch that's for my workouts at the gym and connects with Strava Garmin site and a Garmin cycling computer. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of options there. I would say look at anything in the uh, the foreigner lineup that's above the 745. Uh, The Garmin 245 is a great watch, but you cannot connect it to a cycling computer or a power meter or anything like that. I would say the Garmin 745, 945, or 945 LTE is probably the way to go. What else we got? I'm new to running, and I'm starting to get into trail running. I got into a Spartan race in the fall. Got any tips for a new guy? Well, uh, I've never done a Spartan race, so I don't really know what's entailed, I know they're difficult. Um, I would say just, uh, you know, train as much as you can. Get as much weekly weekly mileages in as you can, because that's really what it comes down to. If you're a beginner, I mean, I wouldn't focus on a goal time or a personal best or anything like that. Really, the first race is gonna be a, all about survival and learning uh, about what your body does and needs and all of that, so I would say just take it easy, Put in the miles, put in the work, and if you put in a good amount of work before you race, it'll pay off. Uh, Victor Nan says, vlogs with family. That's an interesting idea. I always want to like include my kids or something. It's just I never know. YouTube's such a weird thing. If you if you find something that kind of works on YouTube, the general idea is you stick with what works, and I, I hate that mentality, and that's why I really want to like stir the pot in 2022 and, and try to think outside the box because... I don't want to fall into a rut of just being this kind of like review channel, which it's still going to be that, but I want to provide some more content as well. And that may be through a second channel. Maybe, I don't know. Or, um, I just say, screw it. And I put it all here and, uh, we'll see how it goes. So yeah, I, you know, I've got some ideas, you know, I want to take my kids skiing this year, so maybe we can cover that. I think that would be interesting. Um, yeah. Thanks for the idea. Sequoia 45 says, I'm also trying to get my first sports watch and I can't decide between the Phoenix 6X or the Vertex 2 or the Instinct Solar. No, oh, those are three tough choices to choose from. Uh, I think the clear, the, the first step is discovering your budget. If your budget is lower than $500, the Instinct Solar is a fantastic watch. What you give up is any form of training tools. You don't get any of the training load or the estimated VO2 max or the recovery advisor uh, or any of that stuff. You also don't get Garmin Connect IQ. You cannot install third-party apps or widgets or watch faces. So you kind of, what you get out of the box is what you get. That said, it's a it's a great watch and it's super simple to use. Uh, that's something I really like about the Instinct Solar is that it's kind of a no-frill option. Uh, and it's kind of like, Getting like a Casio or, a, or even like a Coros in some ways, it's very simple to get going. You don't have to download additional things or worry about all that. So I really like the Instinct Solar, but if you want the training tools, you want real mapping with a base map, uh, the Phoenix 6X is the way to go. Um, if you're willing to think outside the box a little bit, the Vertex 2 is a great watch. My only issue with the Vertex 2 is the mapping feature is kind of like fake mapping. It is real. It's a real base map, but it's not a routable map. So you can't choose a point that to navigate to. Um, you can't do like, you create a route on the watch. You can't do a points of interest or anything like that. It's just a basic breadcrumb map with a base map underneath of it underneath of it underneath it um to help you give some context for your surroundings which is great but you have to know that going into it because i think a lot of people have a garmin phoenix 6 or 945 and they're like wow koros has mapping now i can finally make the leap and then they make the leap and realize the mapping is kind of lackluster compared to the garmin stuff because garmin is just it's really it's really a full-blown map you can put in a way you can type in uh you know a mountain you want to navigate to and the watch will actually give you turn by turn directions to that point really impressive you cannot do that on the chorus so just keep that in mind uh eric says he'd like to see gear tech apparel running ultra experiences that kind of thing yeah that's kind of what i'm doing here and i will continue to do that thank you for the suggestions Uh, CT Chen says, Hey, I come here from Taiwan. Awesome. Uh, Like your channel very much. Keep going and hoping, hoping can introduce more running GPS watches and other accessories. I will continue to do that. Thank you very much. V Philly. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Frank C. Anyone else excited about the new running shoe releases for 2022? Yes, I am. Uh, I actually just saw a video about the new Ultra Lone Peak 6s, I think they called them, and I'm very excited about those. I'm hoping I can get a pair to test out. I'm actually, here's some crowdsourcing info from you guys. Um, I've been in the market for a cold weather trail running shoe, and I know there there's some options out there like the uh, Ultra Lone Peak all weather that has like a waterproof membrane in it but I can't find any that actually advertise insulation. And I'm looking for a trail runner for like crazy cold days in the mountains, like sub-zero temperatures where if you stop moving, you're kind of hosed if you don't have insulation. So I know I could do a sock, like a thicker sock, but I'm curious to hear from you. If if you guys know of any uh, cold weather trail running shoe, I'd love to hear from you. Drop it in the chat. Uh, Frank C, looking forward to the ultra peak sixes. Yeah, me too. I'm behind on the chat. <laughs> are you one of the specialists on the specialist to get a Phoenix 7 review? Well, we'll find out whenever that decides to drop. Tim 4, Mont Blanc, the Pulsar Pro S's are pretty damn exciting, uh, but the Sockney Exodus Ultra looks great. Enticing going to be a tough year on the budget. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, I don't know, I don't know about the Sockney Exodus. Sounds interesting. I just have issues with the fit of Sockneys on my foot cuz I have like this funky wide midfoot that makes buying shoes impossible. So, hopefully I can find some to test out that actually fit. Maybe a weird question, but where did you find the strap? They had on your Phoenix 6S in the opening credits, uh, not the rest of the video of your comparison to the Phoenix 6 and 9 Peak. Is it the is it the green one like this? Uh, if it's this, this color, it's called Ancool A-N-C-O-O-L. And those are available on Amazon. This one cost me, I think, $13. And what's great about them is they're pretty durable, even though they're cheap money. This one's like three years old. I haven't had any issues with it, so highly recommended. I think I linked that in the description of a lot of the videos, so go check that out. Um, It's funny, not a weird question at all. I got an email today asking the same question about the green band because apparently people like the color. I love this color, and I've got this color option in every width available, so I have the uh, the 26 millimeter, the 20 and the 22. So just about every watch I can wear, I can wear this sweet color. It's my favorite. Not many changes on the Lone Peak 6. I have the 5s kind of disappointed. Uh, they didn't stick to the Vibram, stick to Vibram on the outsole. Yeah, that would be cool because they use Vibram on the Olympus. So why couldn't they port that over to using that, on the Lone Peak 5. I'll never understand that. Uh, and you know, I love, I really prefer the the Vibram sole. And I have actually been running with the Olympus more and more. They're actually my go-to shoe now. Uh, but the thing about those is I'm worried about their durability because they're way more expensive. So $170 shoe is not great if you have to replace it every three or 400 miles. But we'll see, I'm still, still using them. Uh, Surly Trail Goat says, great job as always. Thank you for the hard work. I would love to see interviews and similar content in 2022. Yeah, awesome. Uh, That's that's my hope. I've been starting a list of people that I find particularly interesting in kind of the, um, you know, fitness enthusiast uh, world on YouTube or just athletes in general. So if you've got ideas for interviews or people that would be interesting to see on this channel, you know, drop them in the chat if you want, or or drop over to my about me page and email me. Um, I'd love to hear you out. Thank you. would like to see a more in-depth study of sleep and heart rate capabilities. That's yeah, I, I, I want to do more on that. And I don't know if you watch the channel, the quantified scientist with uh, Rob, um, he really dives deep on sleep tracking. He's got like scientific headgear uh, and all that stuff. For me, it's really hard to quantify what's accurate and what's not just because I don't have that specialized equipment. Uh, I have been looking into how I can kind of improve my accuracy test a little bit instead of just being like, here's this and that, Um, and maybe going more on like perceived sleep. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, it's definitely on my radar. I appreciate it. Uh, Eric Paramount says, "Alter Olympus is my snow cold weather shoe of choice. No issues so far. It's about the socks that keep you warm. Yeah. Uh, I, I I agree. But I also, as like an ice climber and winter hiker, I I I'm into the boots and stuff like that. So I know a thin layer, a thin layer of like a fleece or something would go a long way in a in a trail running shoe. But I get it, it's a super niche thing because." Not everybody needs a super cold weather trail running shoe. So all the brands out there are probably, I know there's one or two. I know Scarpa actually makes a trail running shoe with insulation and so does Solomon with like a gator that wraps over them. But I haven't tried them because my feet don't fit in Solomon's. CT Chen says, uh, happy new year. Thank you. Hike with Mike says, I think a what I eat in a day would be a good video idea. I'm always interested in those. Yeah. I think a lot of people would be very disappointed with what I eat in a day. (laughs) I've been trying to get a little bit better. But man, ever since our daughter was born, she's three months old now. I've been kind of off the train of being like, super strict on my diet. Um, Or maybe that would be eye opening to see that I'm definitely not a pro athlete. And I kind of eat garbage all day. Harry uh, Hartley says, to follow on, maybe more treatment of Fitbit and Fitbit in light of Google Takeover. Yep. Uh, So I actually have a video on the way of this guy. This is the Fitbit Charge 5. This is coming up on the channel, hopefully in the next few days. I have a full script. I've been wearing it for three weeks now, which is longer than average. I've got a lot of runs in with it. And uh, yeah, it's an interesting device. Don't know if I love it, but you'll you'll learn all about it in the full review, coming soon. Uh, Peter from the Philippines, CES is in Vegas is coming soon. Can't wait for the new Garmin watches. Happy New Year! Yeah, I actually have a C- a CES badge. Uh, I was invited. I was gonna try to get there, uh, but instead, I'm just gonna do it virtually. Apparently, they have like a virtual CES for people. So I'm gonna try to try to attend a bunch of the talks and stuff. Uh, But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Garmin has at their booth at CES this year. Thoughts on Gore-Tex lined runners. Uh, So I I personally haven't tried any Gore-Tex lined runners. I wear a lot of Gore-Tex in like ice climbing and hiking boots. Um, It's a great product. Uh, It does get hot. So for a trail runner, it will be hard to manage heat, but I think they could pull it off. Um, I have tried the ultra lone peak, all weathers, which are waterproof. Um, and those are pretty great. They, they manage that heat dissipation pretty well. So maybe check those out. Uh, Noah B says, Dave, hope all is well. You enjoyed the Christmas with the kids and the family and you got all the toys you wanted. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got all the toys I wanted the kids the kids uh made out well santa was was kind to the kids and you know there's currently like drones and remote control cars flying around my house so uh, they had a good time eric says that watch band is fire and i really don't care about watch bands yeah i don't know what what draws me to this color but i really love it especially with a dark watch like this phoenix 6 uh it really pops the the color really pops i, I like it a lot But, let's see. When is the Phoenix 7 with the PH? Uh, No one knows, question mark. We'll see. Greetings from Paris. Thank you for all of your hard work on the channel. You've kept us great company this difficult year. Happy new year. Honestly, you guys have kept, kept me great company. So thank you for watching and being part of the community because it's been a lonely year for me. So having this outlet and ability to and connect with other people has been really awesome. Um, thank you for for being part of it. Evan Witt, uh, when is Phoenix 7 coming out? <sighs> Listen guys and girls, i don't I can't say anything. I don't know anything. Uh, pre-canned response. There you go. We'll see. J- just google it. there's There's a lot of uh, r- uh, rumor information out there. Super chat from Eric. Thank you very much, Eric. I appreciate that. Happy New Year. Got to run to brunch with the wife. Uh, but great content, and keep up the great work. Thanks a lot, Eric. That really means a lot. Appreciate the super chat that goes right into the uh, the race registration fund this year because we got some races coming up. I guess I should talk about that. Do you guys care? Talk about the races I got coming up. John Rambo. I used the link in the green uh, the link for the Green Anku cool Band on my Course Vertex. Go for it if you're interested. Nice, thank you. Adidas makes a cold weather trail running shoe for snow, uh, like the temperatures, snow like temperatures. The Adidas Terrex. Oh yeah, I have. I actually tried that shoe on, um, and again, it didn't fit my foot. But you are right. That actually looks like a really cool uh, winter shoe. I'll have, to, I'll have to try that again. See if it's worth, it, or if they change it. Ba-ba-ba. Wish they made the Lone Peak RSM with a little bit of insulation. Yes, that's kind of what I was thinking. That would be great. Oh, look, we've got a bot in the chat. Enrica, thanks for joining. (laughs) Man, YouTube bots have been getting clever lately. They really know how to dodge around all the, uh, the bullets that YouTube drops. Harry says, thanks, you rock. Thank you. Matt LeGrand says, I've had the Charge 5 for about four or five weeks and it's taking me forever to press record. Me too, man. I got one. I got this one back at the beginning of November and I've been wearing it. I've been wearing it daily with uh, either the Whoop Band or my, my Phoenix 6. So I've got all the data. I've got a bunch of running data and GPS and heart rate and all the data. I have a script ready. I just have not gotten around to filming. Uh, It's coming and I'm, you know it's a cool device. I'm happy to talk about it. Uh, I won't give away any spoilers of the video, but you know there are some shortcomings. There are some shortcomings, but there is also some really cool features in the uh, Charge Five. So stay tuned for that. Victor says, "Do a reaction video to CES News. That's a good idea. Yeah, uh, maybe I can find a way. I don't know how they roll. I don't. Let me know if you're somebody who." Uh, follow CES or you're invited to CES or have a badge, uh, let me know how it works virtually. I, I signed up for the virtual badge and I, I've been getting a bunch of like trash emails from all these random like security camera companies and things like trying to promote their products to me because uh, I've got a badge now and none of them really pertain to me. So I'm hoping some more niche like wearable or headphones or whatever, something more relatable comes my way. I don't know how they roll that information out. Earlier this year, I had a condition called, uh, Meta. Oh yeah. My friend had this Meta I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, I've heard, uh, the Alter brand is good for relief on this. What's your opinion uh, of ultra running shoes? I personally love ultras. It's really all I, I'm wearing them right now. Can't reach and take one off. Um, yeah, so I run in the Ultra Lone Peaks on the trail. I have the Olympus for the trail. On the road, I run in the Paradigm in the Torin. So I've got a lot of Ultra Shoes. And for me, they just work with the shape of my foot. They are just perfect. It's like a slipper for me. They, they fit my foot exactly, which is why I keep going back to them. Now, that said, I do have issues with them. The Lone Peak isn't the grippiest of shoes. So if you're looking at a really grippy trail shoe, it, it has an aggressive outsole, but it's not like, uh, something about the rubber. It's not like a Vibram. It doesn't stick. Um, it doesn't bother me so much, but I know a lot of people complain about it. Uh, the other thing is durability. Historically, Ultra uh, has had issues with durability. Uh, and personally for me, I get like three to 400 miles before something rips or breaks. So if you're looking for like a shoe that goes for a long time, maybe look elsewhere. But for me, I love ultras. So I'll speak highly of them in every race video you've seen on this channel. I've been wearing ultras. So uh, in terms of the, the metar- metatarsalgia, metatarsal, metal- metatarsalgia, Am I saying that right? Uh, my buddy, actually, my close friend, Dave, also another Dave, had that condition and he ended up wearing these like splints you put between your toes to like fan them out while you sleep and that like cured it firm. so if you haven't tried those I would definitely check those out uh Josh Lieberman have you found your 4945 battery to tank after a year mine has been struggling sadly I did have one so I've had multiple 945s um the first one I had after about a year and a half I noticed that the battery was draining like crazy in just like sitting around standby mode Like as a smart smart smartwatch and so uh fortunately i was within my my one year warranty i reached out to garmin and they replaced it so if you're having that issue i would contact garmin if you're within your return not return policy your your warranty because there is potential that they will replace it so you might want to try contacting them sorry my my dad was just calling me (laughs) i'll have to call him back uh, Randon Lewis, should I buy the stride now or wait till the net for the next updates? Are they good for beginners? Uh, for beginners, I think you could glean some value from a stride pod. What they're great at is kind of giving you a really quantifiable number that you can improve on, uh, with running power. It is, it's a gadget and you don't need it as a beginner, but I think you can gain some perspective about your running. The other thing about Stride is they do have really great training plans, even for beginners. So if you're looking for a training plan and a tool and kind of something to stick to, I would say it's good. It's a good investment. That said, you can, you don't need one and you could get something like a, you know, like a Koros with their new training hub platform and then create your own workout plan and put that in there and just kind of go by that. But the nice thing about Stride is that it is adaptive. So it's gonna to adapt to, to your fitness level and your running and all of that. It'll learn more about you and give you a training plan that's designed for you. So I'd say you can get some value out of it. Do you need it? Do you absolutely need it? No. Uh, will it be helpful? Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully that helps. Hike with Mike says, talk about the races. Um, I'm also in the MA area. Uh, and need some ideas. Yeah, so I've got a couple on the calendar. Right now, I've got the Tarctic Frozen Yeti 30-hour on January 29th, this month, just a few weeks. Well, not this month, but next month, just a few weeks away. Um, And then I've got the Vermont 100 coming up in July. That one has me pretty scared. (laughs) I want to be in, like, the best shape of my life for that. So I'm planning on doing, like, a whole uh, dad bod series of videos where i get this get this uh back in shape and you guys can follow along if you're into that sort of thing all the way up to race day i want to i want to get back you know i want to be in the best shape of my life and it's hard to do when you just keep getting older i'm sure you can all relate uh but i'm 37 now so i'm definitely not i'm definitely not like young i'm young enough and i think i can get it back so i just need to get get the dad bod back in shape for recover from the baby. And uh, yeah, so I want to make the Vermont 100 like my A race this year and just crush it because the last time I was there, um, I DNF'd and it wasn't great. It was a very hot day. It was 115 degrees in the shade, sweating like crazy. And I ended up getting rhabdomyolysis. I forget how you pronounce it, where your kidneys are like breaking down and it was just a really bad scene. So I had to drop, but it was not... It was not how I wanted that race to end. So I'll be back. (laughs) Michael Sellers says, every time you mention the Phoenix 7, you slightly twitch. Uh, Wink if you know something. Uh, You really put me on the spot. (laughs) Sorry, I can't share, or I don't know anything. Just Google it. Uh, Favorite trails in the MA area. Uh, Michael Mares. So, let's see. In the MA area, that's big area. I would say a couple of my favorites are, like, the one I have close to home is the Middlesex Fells. And actually, I just posted a video about a race that I had there. Um, That was a 32-miler a couple weeks ago, or more than two weeks ago. The Middlesex Fells, the Skyline Trail, tons of fun. Also, south of Boston, there's something called the Blue Hills Reservation that, oddly enough, has a trail called the Skyline Trail. There as well. That's about an hour from the Skyline Trail. That's near me, um, and both of those are really awesome because there there's a ton of vert in there. It's really rugged, even though you're close to the city. It's very it's it's a tough trail. Those are two of my favorites, and then in terms of like mountains and stuff around here, I think the best. Well, Mount Watadik is actually in New Hampshire. That's the Waypack Trail and the Midstate Trail. Um, those are a ton of fun as well. Definitely check those out. uh amir says phoenix 7 is not out thank you for making that announcement i appreciate that uh fitbit 5 charge 5 bad gps in a nutshell yes uh but you'll have to wait for my review for the for all the details are the stride planning training plans worth it again if you're looking at it from like a beginner perspective maybe um they do have some beginner training plans but it it really I would only do a training plan if you've got, like, a a race coming up or an A-goal race you have on the calendar. Then it might be worth it because you can kind of structure training leading up to that point. Um, but if you're just, like, straight-up reg- beginner, lacing up your shoes for the first time, I wouldn't even mess with the stride potter or training plans for a while. Hike with Mike. Uh, watch you sit. Is a fun? Oh, yeah. The trails will be all ice. Need some snow. Yeah, it's awesome. And actually the Mid-State Trail goes right over Wachusett Mountain. Um, yeah, it's a great, great area to get a lot of vert. Although this time of year, all the skiers are up there, so watch out for them. <laughs> if I delete excess runs on my Vertex, will it stay on app and Training Hub? Yes, it will. Uh, you can delete whatever you want from your watch and it'll stay in the app in the ecosystem. Uh, Victor Nan says, idea for a new series of videos, trying different activities, CrossFit, Yoga, Zumba, uh, to get out of your dad bod phase. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know if you guys want to watch me do yoga. That might be, I don't know if that will uh, violate the uh, terms of service on YouTube. Koros's <laughs> new web lab. What do you think? I love it. Um, I've been using it since it came out. I had beta access before it launched. Uh, I think they did a lot, a lot right with it. The only thing I would like to see them add to it in the future is like all the wellness data, like your steps and sleep tracking and all that. It'd be cool to see a like separate tab in the interface for all of that, but they don't have that yet. So I'm still waiting on that, but otherwise for training and stuff, it's really, it's really good. CrossFit, more like hurt fit. (laughs) Yeah, uh... I'd try it, you know, I, I don't know. So fun, fun fact, like way back, I don't know, maybe like 2005 to 2010, I was more of like a gym guy. I was doing like weights and stuff. And I was like pretty, I was pretty jacked. So I had like a lot of upper body muscle and I was not a cardio person. I was not a runner, did not touch a treadmill, did not run outside. I just only lifted weights. And then one day it just all shifted where, I was like what am I doing? I don't really care. Uh, you know, I want to be strong enough to like do everyday activities, but I just didn't I didn't care that much anymore about like having big muscles and stuff. And that's kind of when I transitioned into running. I will say I'm a much happier person as a runner than I was uh, trying to focus on that stuff. But yeah, I think I think there's some merit to cross, CrossFit as long as you do it right. I do hear a lot of, about injuries coming out of the CrossFit community, but you know i'm not in it so maybe that's just something i hear uh tony says what happened to using the the phoenix 6s pro due to the smaller form factor thanks yeah you know just as a guy that has access to like all these other watches i end up i end up uh wearing various things so uh, let's see how many i got here i got all these Get all these, get all these. These are my, what do we got? The Venue 2 in here, you know. Uh, I just have access to a lot of watches and lately I've been wearing the Phoenix 6 47 millimeter version because I like how it feels. I like the battery life on it. Um, but the Phoenix 6S is still one of my favorites. You know, I, I just don't have a favorite because there's so many. I like the Vertex 2 a lot now, even though it's a big watch. I like the Garmin Enduro. I really like the Apple Watch, too. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of good ones out there. It's so hard to pick just one, which is uh, why I have a YouTube channel. to Try to help people pick one. Uh, okay, what else we got? What else we got in the chat? Beck says, uh, nice t-shirt. Thank you. <laughs> actually, I noticed uh, the t-shirt kind of matched my hat. It actually clashes with it. My wife told me to wear a different shirt or a different hat, and I didn't listen to her. Um, But yeah, this is a new shirt. She got me for Christmas, so I wore it today. Umbrella0110 says, Hi Chase The Summit. Thoughts on ways to strengthen or increase your VO2 max? Yeah, so I'm not a coach or a medical professional or anything, so take this for what it's worth. But you're going to want to do A bunch of anaerobic or high intensity uh, workouts. Sprinkle that into your weekly plan, you know, have an easy day, rest day or whatever, and then have like an all out um, uphill interval day or stair stepper day, some kind of activity that just gets your heart rate jacked through the roof for, you know, a few minutes and then you can drop it down. I like doing hill repeats. Uh, We have a local hill in my neighborhood where I can go up and down a bunch of times and it it really works my cardio system. Uh, That's what's going to bring your VO2 max up. A lot of people fall into this uh, regimen of just like doing all easy miles, 100%. Every day is just, you go out there, run easy miles. Maybe you're running long, you're doing 20 mile days, but they're all easy. And to be honest, that's not going to make you faster or stronger or increase your VO2 max or endurance. Um, It will give you, you know, you'll you'll run longer easier, but you're not going to gain a bunch. So it's good to sprinkle in hard days. And again, not a coach, just what I've learned over the years for me. Uh, Realme says, Samsung Watch 4 for running, what do you think? It's okay. I mean, I have a whole review video about it. In a nutshell, I didn't get the best GPS accuracy or heart rate accuracy. So it's hard for me to say it's great in like a fitness capacity. Um, it's, It's a great, it's a fun watch to wear on a daily basis, but it's just not, it's not super accurate. So it's hard for me to make that suggestion especially at the price point. If you get a Coros Pace 2 or something like that, then, you know, it's not like a great smartwatch, but it's a better fitness watch. My Phoenix 6X is coming today, this afternoon, awesome. Yeah, you should be excited. Hope you enjoy it. I've been rocking the Phoenix 5X Plus Sapphire for almost two years. I'll be upgrading when the Phoenix 7 is released, awesome. Uh, suggestions for, for COVID-19 protection masks for running. I don't have a suggestion. My suggestion, what works for me is I wear a buff. Um, and then, you know, if I get near people or whatever, I just pull the buff over my mouth. Um, that seems to be the way to do it. After an injury in a wheelchair for two years. Wow. Now walking again. Wow. Congratulations. That sounds like a rough patch. You're going through there, Matt. Uh, I'm looking to use a smartwatch activity tracker, and I'm on the fence between the Venue 2 or the Fitbit Charge 5. Uh, So if you're on a budget, the Charge 5 is the way to go because it's half the price. If you're not on a budget, I think the Venue 2 is just way superior in every way. (laughs) Um, Here's the Venue 2. Where is my Charge 5? There it is. So there's the two uh, culprits in question. Let me flip that over so you can see it the right way. So yeah, um, the Venue 2 on the right, it's a bigger watch, but I will say from my testing so far, the Venue 2 has a way more accurate heart rate sensor, uh, better GPS performance, better battery life. I think it looks better. (laughs) It's got a better screen um, because it's bigger. So you get a lot more information on it. And I feel like the touchscreen on the Venue 2 is more responsive than the Charge 5. But, you know, Charge 5 is still an interesting watch. And like I said, I do have a full review coming on it. I would say the, the TLDR of, of that review would be, if you can afford the Venue 2, I would go with the Venue 2 because it's way better. Uh, Frank C says, any plans tonight with the family? Uh, yeah, so... I mentioned before we've all had COVID for the past week, couple of weeks and um, yeah, my wife and I are still not at hundred percent. I don't know if you can hear my voice. Like I'm not, I'm not sick anymore and I'm not contagious according to the CDC. Uh, but I don't feel hundred percent. So we're probably going to, you know, be, take it pretty easy. I think we're going to get uh, Chinese food and sushi and uh, yeah, have that kind of night. Uh, the kids are excited for 2022 to come in. I'm excited to uh, go into the new year and start fresh. I, I'm i big on like, I'm not like a big uh, New Year's resolution kind of person. I think if you have a resolution, that's great. But if, you're, if you've got a life-changing thing that you wanna do in this new year, I feel like you should just do it now. Like, what are you waiting for? Um, so yeah, I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but I am big on like, I don't know, there's something about a new year that's like a fresh start. Um, time to buckle down. You know, make the changes you want to make. And I don't know, I get excited about New Year's. And I think 2022 is going to be a big year for all of us. So, Happy New Year to you. you. Uh, Oh man, Realme says, smartwatches that can detect illness. Guess what I'm making right now? A video about the Whoop Band 4.0 and the Garmin body battery and how they reacted to me getting sick and i actually filmed it yesterday it's all done it's i need to edit it and get it out there but it's super interesting the data that came out of these devices while i was sick with the virus um really cool so hopefully i can get that edited maybe today uh maybe this weekend it'll be out uh, next week maybe this weekend i don't know depends how busy i am but uh yeah i'm excited about that video really interesting stuff uh, hike with Mike says video idea winter layering that is a great idea and I put that I put that on my to-do list every time we go into the winter and it always gets backburnered because all these companies are releasing things and CES happens and it's hard to keep up with but this year I'm gonna make it a priority so thanks for the suggestion Kiefer says I'm a big fan of Boko Performance X masks oh interesting I'll have to check those out um, I actually had a company T8 they make the uh, Sherpa shorts, which are great shorts. Um, they sent me uh, a couple of masks for running, but they were like a total joke. They were like, uh, you could see through them. They were essentially just not, it was the type of mask where you put it on because you can say I'm wearing a mask when in fact, it's like you're not wearing a mask. So yeah, what new possible GPS watch technology could surprise users in 2022 in your opinion? Example, uh, dual frequency, uh, in 2021. Yeah, well, hmm. There's a few things that would surprise me, but it really comes down to the brands. So for instance, if like Polar, for instance, like overhauled their whole design. Do I have a Polar over here? If Polar like took their whole user interface and scrapped it and like started from scratch and had like real mapping and just more stuff like more smartwatch capabilities maybe like um something that rivals the connect IQ store i think that'd be really cool so i i would like to see just brands like get a little bit more brave with the, what they do in releases and releases cuz things kind of feel like they're getting to a point It's kind of getting, like, kind of boring. Like, every watch is kind of the same. There might be a little bit of improvement, but it's not these huge generational leaps we used to see. So I just want to see brands think outside the box. That's probably a cop-out. Another thing I'd like to see is the introduction of OLED screens in a lot more devices that are, like, actual fitness devices and less, you know, not not an Apple Watch, not a Venue 2, something that's, like, designed for running, for uh, endurance activities, for triathlon. I want to see OLED screens come in and maybe with that, m- some new battery technology that allows them to last for a couple of weeks without a charge. That would be really cool. Um, yeah, I would like to see some more advancement in the display technology as a whole. Maybe like that dual dual layer display we saw with the tick watches and stuff. Um, that was really exciting. When... TicWatch did that, and Casio G-Shock did that with the big GSWH-1000. I was excited. Like, there's something new. Dual-layer technology. You've got OLED. You've got Transflective. Same watch. Good battery life. What could go wrong? Well, no one adopted it. Just TicWatch and G-Shock. So it'd be cool to see that mature a little bit. Matt Elder just became a member. Hey, thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. Uh, New Year's resolution, stay away from the gyms in January. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. I remember uh, when I was like an avid gym goer, every January would be like, oh, here they come. The, uh, what do they call it? The uh, I forget what they called people that, that were there just for like the first couple of weeks of the year and then they'd kind of fade off and pay the shame tax for their gym membership. What watch are you most excited for in 2022? Um there's a lot of them. I would say whatever Garmin plans on releasing if they do, that would be exciting. Just bu- just bought uh Craft winter clothing. Can't wait until it arrives. Awesome. Yeah, I've got some Craft stuff. Um the Tommy Rives, I don't know if you know who he is. The, the trainer that was wor- working with iFit um, marathon guy, super in fit, in shape, ended up with, uh, cancer in his lungs and stuff. So the, actually Kraft did a, uh, they worked with his family in doing like a, a, a fundraising thing and selling a lot of his gear. And so I bought some Tommy Rivs gear that ended up being Kraft. Um, and it's really good. I've got a, like a singlet, I've got a hat. Uh, it's really good stuff. Are you excited for what comes out of uh, CS 2022 only a week away? Yes, I am. And I'm going to be following it closely and someone else in the chat says, maybe I should do like a, uh, a video a reaction video to what they announced there. That is a good idea. Maybe I could, maybe I could do that. sounds like fun. We got a lot of people watching right now. If you're out there, uh, definitely drop in the chat and, and drop some questions or just let us know where you're coming from. Uh, I'd also like to hear from you. What are your New Year's resolution this year? (laughs) Do you have any? Do you think resolutions are silly? I don't know. Uh, Paul from Dallas, Texas. Love your videos. Where can I get that shirt you're wearing? It looks so cool. Yeah. I wish it was a Chase the Summit shirt, but it is not. This actually came from um, Old Navy. Yeah. I'm an Old Old Navy kind of guy because I'm cheap. So my wife got it there for Christmas for me. Mike with Mike says, Tommy is a beast. Love that he ran the New York Marathon after what happened to him. Man, I don't know if you uh, follow the Rich Rich Roll podcast. Um, Tommy was just on the Rich Roll podcast, and he talked about the New York Marathon. He talked about his recovery and all the stuff he's been through. And, man, it made me feel like such a wuss. (laughs) Like, this guy, he was in a coma for, like, seven months of them doing, like, all kinds of procedures and open surgeries to him and the story behind this just incredible. And the fact that he's not bitter is it's amazing. The guy used to run like two hour marathons and now here he is struggling to get through a marathon in nine hours that he had to walk through. Um, And he's not even mad about it. He's just like thankful to be alive. And I think we can all, I feel like we can all take a page out of that book because I personally, I, you know, I lose my mojo a little bit from running and I get all down on myself. And then I look at Tommy Riffs who did all that and and he's back to putting a smile on his face. So um, definitely check out that that podcast on the Rich Roll podcast. It's definitely worth listening to. Chris Hansen says, love your channel. Uh, ran two halves wearing your Chase Summit hat. Awesome. We'll be ordering another. Wanted to ask what ultras would you recommend in the early 2023, I turned 40 and want to spend 2022 training. Oof. Um, kind of depends where you live, you know. Uh, I would say for your first ultra, you probably want to keep it close to home. Unless you don't and just go crazy and do one of the big ones out on the West Coast. Try to get into one of those. Uh, if you're in my neck of the woods, I can make a few suggestions, but otherwise I can't help you. But I'm glad you enjoy you enjoy the uh, hat. Thank you regarding the venue 2 plus uh any thoughts to the purpose of the third button i don't know it's all speculation at this point because nothing's been announced so rumor mill pelham new hampshire in the house uh rush tech suplex awesome you're not far from me i think we're we're about an hour apart ultra dad's in the house hey man happy new year thanks for a great year of content thank you dan and congrats on your channel if you're if you're interested in ultra running and stuff go check out dan's channel ultra dad uh d hack i'm not doing a resolution for 2022 i'm gonna do challenges instead challenge me to do something in 2022 and i'll see if i can accept oh man you're gonna i can challenge you i challenge you to uh duel no i don't i'll lose that fight Uh, maybe, uh, challenge you to go run your first ultra marathon. If you haven't done it yet, maybe a 50k, put that on the calendar. Manuel Manuel, Manuel Martinez, uh, a second loving your videos, really enjoying them. Awesome. Thank you so much. New swag from CTS. Oh yes, it will be coming as soon as. I think my plan is to sell out of this hat, which is actually actually kind of close right now, um, and then we're going to come up with a whole new design and maybe more. I'm thinking shirts. Um, thing about my my merch, in specifically, is I like nice stuff, so I don't want to put out there like you know you can do like that the custom ink or uh, Teespring or all those. There's a bunch of companies out there that make merch for you know YouTube people or Instagram or whatever. Um, their merch can be good. I'm just like really picky. So I want to, I want to make sure I'm getting like top quality stuff. I want the Chase Summit brand to like mean something like this hat is something I designed and I really like it. So I sell it. <laughs> so when I want when I'm thinking about like shirts and running shirts and stuff, I really want to fully endorse it. So I need to go out and find a brand that makes the shirt, then find a printer that can print on the shirt. It's really tough to come up with these things. In like with these hats, I had to buy them in bulk. I've got a basement full of hats (laughs) and I ship them out when the orders come in. So I like to do it a little bit differently in that I want like the best quality possible. So I will be coming out with more merch, uh, in the future. Thank you. Uh, Hey buddy, love your videos. Keep going. Thank you. What do you expect from 2022 in Garmin watches? Hopefully, good things. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Seems like a few running tech sites are talking about what a great deal the Vivo Active 4 is at $199. Why no love? Um, I guess for me, when I think $199, I would, I would buy the 455 over the Vivo Active. I would also buy the Chorus Pace 2 over the Vivoactive um, because both of those have more like training tools for running and stuff. The Vivo Active is a better wellness device, like everyday kind of activity thing. Um, but I feel like the Forerunner and the Chorus Pace 2 are just better for 200 bucks if you're looking for like a fitness watch. So um, nothing wrong with it. It just doesn't go in the top of my list as like the best budget watch for 200 bucks. It's still a great... Great option at 200 bucks uh, do you like the do you recommend the whoop band uh, yes and no I've been wearing one I enjoy the data that comes out of it it's really interesting um, but I don't love the subscription plan it seems very expensive for what you're getting and if you go back and watch some of my recent videos, I compare the data coming from the Whoop Band 4.0 to a Garmin body battery, which is free with most Garmins these days, and you'd be surprised with how well the data lines up. So, when you look at it that way, the value of a Whoop Band isn't great. However, the Whoop Band, what I do like about it is it doesn't have a display, gets out of your way. Just kind of like you put it on, live your life, and you get all that data. So if you're somebody looking for that, it's pretty interesting. And if you don't mind a subscription plan, it's pretty interesting. But like, if you're looking for a value, I would look elsewhere. Hopefully that helps. Uh, Grantsville, Utah in the house, awesome. Uh, umbrella 0110. One zero, one, zero, one, zero. This is a tough question. In five words, best describe the person that you want to be in 2022. Really, 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 really fit. (laughs) Does that count? Uh, somebody who is very happy. Does that count? Yeah, we'll go with that. Somebody who is very happy. Hey buddy. Uh, greetings from Cyprus. Love the content in your videos. Thank you very much. Frank C. My goals for 2022 are to pay off debts. Uh, gonna eat a uh, pescatarian for half the year, double my monthly running mileage. Happy New Year's to you and the fam. That is uh, a lot of goals. Awesome. Hope you, I wish you luck with that. Manuel Martinez just became a member. Thank you very much. Matt legrand plus one for being anti-subscription plans. For sure, man. For sure. Thanks, buddy. Happy New Year to you and your family. Thank you, Ahmed. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Do you have an idea why my four doesn't show the track anymore? Nice channel. I'm, I'm a little confused what that means. Uh, your 245 doesn't show the track anymore. Do you mean... When you're cycling through the data pages, you don't see the little map. Uh, To fix that, I can actually show you in real time. To fix that, this is gonna be on a Phoenix 6, but you can do this on your Forerunner 245. If you go into your activity, see here, I've got run, hold down your left middle button, go into run settings, data screens, and now you wanna go click this uh, pencil button in the corner and go to data fields. Actually, hang on. I think uh I think I gotta scroll down to there, there yeah 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 there's a map. Whoop. Basically you need to add it in as a data field. I'm under pressure trying to do this on the fly right now, but uh <laughs> you just need to add, oh there we go. Add new, and then you can go to where is it? Graphical, right? Custom data? No. Maybe it's not there because I already have it added in. Yeah, it's in there. So basically you just need to turn the map back on in your settings, um, it's not that hard. You might have deleted it by accident. It happens all the time. <laughs> like if you put your phone in your, your, your watch in your pocket and the buttons get all mashed. Uh, Happy New Year to y'all, thank you. All the way from India, wow, awesome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Josie says, Happy New Year to you and yours. I really appreciate that, thank you for joining. Happy New Year from Toronto. Would be running my first ultra this summer. Any tips? Uh, eat a lot. Drink a lot. Don't quit. Don't quit's a big one. Because at some point in your first ultra marathon, you're going to feel like quitting. Everybody does. does it's normal. I still like, feel like quitting in a lot of ultras. Um, don't quit. And at, at points where you think you can't go any further, you definitely can. So just keep that in mind unless your legs are, like, broken, and yeah, then maybe you can't, but for the most part, it's a mental game, and just keep that in mind. Can we see you and Matt LeGrand challenge each other in a hot dog eating contest? (laughs) Matt, what do you think? Are you in? Can we do that live? (laughs) Hot dog eating contest. I think Matt, I don't know, by the looks of him, I think Matt could take me in a hot dog eating contest. (laughs) That is the most unique request I've had on the live stream. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be good though. We should do it like hot dog eating contest on a treadmill. You, you have to keep walking while you're eating the hot dogs. That would be good content right there. Uh, umbrella 0110 says that doesn't count, but I have a different question. What's the hardest thing you've ever done? How are you better because of it? Wow. These are deep questions. Good one. I feel like I'm being interviewed. The hardest thing I've ever done was running my first 100 mile ultra marathon. That, that definitely, well, physically and mentally, that was very hard. The next hardest thing I've ever done was raising children. <laughs> um, the first time I held a baby was my own kid. Like, I was never like a baby guy. So when my first son was born, he was the first baby I had ever held in my life. And it was like a total system shock for me. Um, And now here I am four kids later and uh, second nature to me now. But that first year was like just learning like uh, you can't be selfish anymore. The world's not about you anymore. It's all about them. And uh, just that adaptation uh, was really it was hard. It was hard for me um but you know I'm better I'm better because of it for sure and to to speak on that the ultra marathon the 100 miler that again I just talked about this but there were points there that I I did not think I could continue on it was so hard um and I just put my head down and I actually tilted my the brim of my hat down just staring at my feet moving one foot in front of the other in the most re- rewarding thing, like crossing that finish line. Uh, my wife paced me for the last 10 miles. And yeah, words couldn't put it. Do justice to the feeling. Uh, and I'm definitely a better person because of that as well. Thank you for that question, by the way. Very deep. I like I like the deep questions. Real me, can I put Garmin HRM uh, run without... Can I put Garmin HRM go run with Garmin watch without Garmin watch? So you can, and you can't, you can run with the Garmin HRM pro and go for a run and it'll record the data to this, to the band, but you will not get your GPS track. So you won't know how far you ran or anything. You'll just get your calories burned and um, active time and things like that. However, you could take, Another, I think the HRM Pro might work with it, but you can use an app like um, Strava. Strava has the ability to pair with a Bluetooth chest sensor, or you could pair it to the Polar Beat app. I think that might work, and you can record your activity that way. But like into Garmin Connect, no. Uh, You won't get a GPS track into Garmin Connect. Uh, AGC says, is the Foreigner LTE worth it I think so. It's one of my favorites, if not my favorite, um, current generation Garmin wearable. I really like the 945 LTE. Um, Not only because of the LTE function, like just ignoring that, it's smaller. It's got a better heart rate sensor. It's got really good GPS accuracy, good screen, good battery life, uh, really hard to beat. So even if you didn't necessarily want that LTE function, the rest of the watch is totally worth it. And it's only like $50 more than the regular uh, 9.45. So at that point, I would just pay the $50 and get better heart rate performance and GPS accuracy. Goku Runner, Happy New Year's. Was it me or what <clears throat> was it me or there wasn't that many new watches this year compared to 2010 or 2020, I think you mean. Yeah, uh, it wasn't just you and I think that a lot of the big brands felt that supply chain issue that everybody saw uh, unfortunately. So you know, it is what it is. Uh, I think 2021 was sort of a a pause. We did see some releases, but it was more of the same um, with the exception of a few innovative things like the nine forty-five LTE in the, the Vertex 2 from Coros. But yeah, there weren't like big generational leaps. Um, I'm hopeful for 2022. I think we're kind of coming out of the shadows here in terms of that supply chain shortage and stuff. So hopefully... We see things uh, spice up a little bit. BC says, what does your tattoo mean? Uh, Yeah, so I actually have a whole video about my tattoo. Um, So this means Mu I think I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, Mu And in Greek, that stands for uh, I miss you. And so that is a memorial tattoo for my mom who passed away when I was a teenager. So... I got this when I was like I don't know, early 20s. I got this tattoo kind of in her memory um, because she was like the Greek side of the family. My dad is Irish, so we're Gryrish, we're I like to say. Uh, that's what it means. I actually have a whole video about that because I get emails and stuff and Instagram DMs and people always want to know what the tattoo means. <laughs> Matt LeGrand says, I'd crush Dylan. <laughs> Yeah, man. I think you could take me. You you look like you could, you could put down a few hot dogs. (laughs) Those triathletes know how to eat hot dogs. Thanks for all your videos. Uh, when should a person get a dedicated sports watch as opposed to using a smartwatch? That's a great question. That's really up to you. I, I would say if you're somebody, I would say if you're using a smartwatch and you're like become increasingly more frustrated with the hoops you have to jump through to get it to do what you want to do from like a sports capacity. Maybe it's time to look at a sports watch, but there are plenty of people out there with an Apple watch, um, with a Samsung galaxy watch that are running marathons. You can do that with those things. But I think in terms of just like taking the thing out of the box, having kind of a no frills experience, it's hard to beat these dedicated sport watches in daily life. I really like them. Um, and I'm somebody who has access to all these other things and I still get gravi- I gravitate towards like a Phoenix or a 945 because for me it just works. So I would say if you're using a smartwatch and there's just like hurdles or you're sick of a touchscreen and you you can't hit the buttons because it's raining out or sw- you're sweating too much, that might be a good time to look at a Coros Pace 2 or something like that to maybe be a companion to your smartwatch. <clears throat> All right. Would you rather run 25 miles without shoes or run 50 miles on a beach without shoes or with shoes? Oh, wow. I guess I'd go on the beach with shoes. I don't know if I could run 25 miles without shoes. Sounds terrible. Uh, Peter says a friend of mine is looking at the polar grid X pro. Did they sort out the activity inactivity notifications? No and that drives me bananas i wish they would sort that out like what is the point of having phone notifications on your watch if they don't work when you're in an activity that's like when i want them to work so the fact they don't have that yet drives me crazy and it seems like a switch they could flip on their end and just make it work but they haven't done that yet so unfortunately no i've asked them to directly about it. I spoke with uh, the CEO about it one time, and basically he said they want people to focus on their activities. But like, as a guy with four kids, if I get a text that comes in and I can't read it on the fly, that, that's a deal, deal breaker for me. Sorry, little little rant there. That's like the one thing about Polar Watches I, I never understood. Happy New Year's. I purchased the Chorus Vertex 2 from Play Better, Great service and fast shipping. Thanks for the recommendation. Uh, What heart rate monitor do you suggest to pair with it? First of all, Play Better. Yes, they sponsor my channel quite often, but they are awesome to buy from because they're like customer service is crazy. They got a crazy return policy. Um, I'm just so happy with the kind of partnership we've formed over the past year. Uh, So I'm glad you had a good experience with them. Second to that question, what heart rate monitor should you pair with it? I would look at the... uh, Polar H9 that's a great one $60 I've had really good luck with it and it'll pair with any Bluetooth enabled watch Chris long any CTS uh, Boko gear hats coming that are the more athletic fit versus the trucker style Uh, These ones are actually the more athletic fit They are a trucker hat, but they're like a low-profile trucker if you can see Um, Oops, I just have my microphone my microphone up to my headphones uh so I don't have any right now coming in but I am like I said before I'm working on new designs and I think I'm going to switch it up this time maybe I'll offer a trucker hat and a more like flexible running hat like one of those mesh ones um if the demand is there I I will do that so hopefully let me know in the chat do you want to see another trucker hat design do you want to see a more running related trucker or regular hat let me know in the chat you guys are still talking about a hot dog eating competition (laughs) so uh well we could put that to bed i think uh matt could could definitely take me in a hot dog eating contest goku runner 2022 is pronounced 2022 whoa (laughs) Uh, Cheston, question for the chat group. I'm, I'm going to jump in there too. What watches are you all wearing? I'm currently wearing the Vertex 2. I'll jump in. I've got the Phoenix 6, uh, Sapphire on in the loop in 4.0. Koros had you on loop on their TV at their spot at the running event in Austin. Wait, really? <laughs> Chorus had me on loop on their TV at their booth. That's crazy. Glad, uh, glad they like what I'm doing here. (laughs) Hey from Russia, Moscow. Hey, thanks for joining. Umbrella's wearing the Phoenix 6, upgraded from a Fitbit. That is a huge leap. You must be really enjoying that. Realme says, why has Polar stopped their software updating on the GridX? I don't know if that's true. Recently they updated, a couple weeks ago they sent an update out. Um, I don't know what it entailed, but I think they were still supporting it. Could be wrong. All right. Uh, we're coming up on an hour and a half of this stream. And I think that's a good point. Good place to wrap it up. I want to wish everybody a very happy new year. I hope you are, uh, safe and healthy and just crushing it this time of year. Um, I hope you accomplish all of the goals that you have set forth in 2022. And, uh, yeah, I, I have a lot in store for 2022. Things are going to get crazy around here in the next few months, it's gonna be wild. So buckle up, definitely go ahead and subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. In one more time, the Chase to Summit Trucker hat is on sale today only, $5 off. Check out the link down below and use the code NYE5 for checkout. That'll get you $5 off the hat. Um, Yeah, thanks for joining everybody. I hope you have a great new year, hope you eat, some uh, delicious food tonight for New Year's Eve and uh, drink some beers, (laughs) some champagne. Have a great new year and I'll see everyone in 2022. Thanks again, everybody. Bye.